Welcome back to the Vinland Chronicles, a Vinland Saga podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chad. And today we are here for Season 1, Episode 12, The Land on the Far Bank. Yeah. What'd you think, Chad? It's a great episode. It was a tremendous episode, and the stakes are high at the end of it. Yes. Very high. A little peek behind the curtain. So once again, Chad has seen season one, season two before. Mm -hmm. I'm going episode by episode, so I do not know what's coming You know, next episode or anything of the sorts. And you hit me with the tease the other day. You were like, oh yeah, we're getting close to maybe one or two episodes where we should watch together because... Usually that means some scared. sort of some sort of hype meter, or you know that I'm a scaredy cat and you want to be there for me. Yeah, be there for you. I've always wanted that. So that's exciting. I can kind of see where that might be coming into play once we get to the end of today. What was your uh, favorite part of the episode? My favorite part. Of, my favorite part of the episode is an unserious part of the episode. Okay. Do you want me to tell you now, or do you want me to mention it when we get there? How far into it is it? Pretty far, far in. We'll just wait then. All right, I like that. Make people hang mm-hmm. onto the edge of their seats. Uh, another game that we're playing. I think I should be good. You know, we upgraded. I've got a great MacBook Pro. I'm at 21% battery right now on these ah, notes. you'll be fine. I think I'm fine, but I've never uh, entered the ring that is this gridiron this low. I don't know why it just sounded like a voice, uh, somebody that lost their throat and has to speak that through a tube like this. I don't know why you did either, but are you okay? Yes, I am fine. Well, then let's hop right in. Speaking of hopping in, the OP, that's what we hop in right at the jump. Right, and patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad, three episodes ahead on Vinland Saga. I know you want to see the end of season one, get into season two. We'll be there yeah. eventually. Yeah, we're, to be clear, because that was very confusing the way he said that, we are not there now. no. But if you're listening to this now on the free feed, then, you know, add three. We've just released 15 on the Patreon. Correcto mundo. So that's exciting stuff. Go check it out. We open up on an old man hunting, fishing, loving every day. He's living mm-hmm. that Travi Patty lifestyle. And mm-hmm. I swear, last pitch, you can hear more about hunting, fishing, loving every day on our Patreon. Learn a little something episodes with right. my brother Travis. And also, you can go listen to the hit track by Luke Bryan, hunting, fishing, loving every day. God, that man has got an ass on him. It's what I've heard, anyways. Uh, but no, he is fishing, though. He's not doing the other stuff. He doesn't look like someone who's loving every day. He is a very bored man. <laughs> yeah, he, he's yawning, I think. Uh, Askeladd and his men ride up, but he he halts the march, goes to ask the old man, old man how the fish are biting. Because uh, he makes a comment that you know, and they're not already hibernating, which, do fish hibernate? There's definitely times of the year where the, you're not really going to catch fish. I guess this is that time of the year. Don't ask me what times of the year it is. Not sure. Okay, so I guess this is what I'm actually wondering. Is hibernating, is that the act of, like, going to sleep for a long time? Or is hibernating actually just, like, going into a different body mode where you don't require as much food to survive? The latter. It is the latter? Yeah, because a lot of times bears don't actually sleep, sleep that long. They do They do sleep a long time, but not that long. I'll look that up real quick just for, so we all have a definition well, because yeah. I believe we were... Uh, I believe we were misled as children now that I'm thinking about that. The Chanium Cranium knows the info, but yeah, you can look it up. Yeah, it's right here. First of all, everyone think back to see if the school system failed them as they failed me. I don't know if I ever heard of an animal that hibernated other than a bear. Correct. And now I'm hearing that fish hibernate, which would make sense. As it gets colder, they just, you know, they change their body. They don't need as much food. Uh, Because hibernate, the definition, spend the winter in a dormant state. Right. Yep. Now, what's weird, though, is like in places, I I don't know this for a fact, but places where you have to go like ice fishing, you Mm -hmm. can still catch fish. I don't know if I don't know if it's just different around the globe. Like, you know, maybe here in the state of Georgia where we reside, they hibernate a different time than the the fish out in the North Pole. Well, I'm sure know. they probably still hibernate then, but like we just learned, it doesn't mean that they've stopped eating altogether. You can probably get one to take a bite, but it's just, it's just way gonna be, harder. Yeah, yeah it's going to be uh, less likely. 
And how about Askeladd just being a nice guy right here? Talking I know, to just guy. chatting him up. Yeah. Just hitting him up with a chat. Uh, the man says the worst day fishing is still the best day living, or however that saying goes. Uh, it's a stupid saying. He does not say that because he says his real job is operating the ferry. Now, he knows that uh, Askeladd and the gang are Danes, but he's impressed by Askeladd's English. This is just like, it went so much better than I thought when I saw Askeladd walking up. I like the touch here because they don't change languages like some shows would. We do need to know that the Askeladd, he has invaded so much of England, right? That's what we're to perceive right here, that he has pretty much learned the language of English. He's gotten pretty damn good at it. Well, that's the thing. Um, and he's gone around so much of England that he knows by now. He just, like, learned it. Is that where we're... If you're on the Wi-Fi, if you could turn it off. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm thinking that... Because we also don't know his whole background. We're going to know about the uh, the whales situation. And do they speak English, I'm assuming? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, they're just right across the the river there, so I'm God, assuming. They I'm do. I'm assuming they do, but this, you know, what sucks about that is just like I don't know. Right. I don't know. The We're young. unsure. But anyway, Askeladd uses that English to ask how much it would cost for the man to take them to the opposite shore, which I thought was a very interesting way to ask the question, considering what he actually wants the guy to do. <laughs> he, uh, the man said two silver pieces or some alcohol which right now this man is looking at the hundred men that uh Ascalad has thinks he's going to row all of them over on this small little rowboat he's got well and he's not afraid of them at all like and you would think a, a, an old man would at least be like oh shit he he has no concerns over these well initially i thought he would be because that's what i was worried about when Ascalad first walked up that he was going to do some dirt bag move at this point I'm not as scared. They've developed a rapport, but it still seems like a ridiculously low amount to ask for to rowboat 100 men across. He said two silver pieces or not even and or some alcohol. <laughs> you, you think he's saying that, though, because he's like, oh, if I ask for too much, they'll just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's true. Yeah. And just take the boat. Yeah. Himself. Uh, but Askeladd pulls the switcheroo, hands him a scroll, and says, actually, I just need you to take this. He says it needs to be delivered to any of the elders. It's urgent. And to tell them it's from Askeladd, son of Lydia. Mm. Lydia, that's a good name. Lydia. I don't think that you can name a girl now Lydia. It's kind of old timey. I think, no, I think it, enough time has passed where you can. Now, you if this is like go- 40 years ago, nah. Now, I think you can. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with you on that. It's well, I don't no, know any 40-something-year-old Lydia's. It's no Gertrude. I'll say that, but I don't know. Now if, that I think about it, I like the name Lydia so much that I might name my daughter that in the future. Okay. I mean, it's possible, and I'll just side-eye you and go, I don't know about that. Lydia Gertrude Chart. <laughs> wow. She sounds beautiful. The old man starts to head out right away. He's like, yeah, this has been a great conversation. You seem like a perfectly nice guy. Askeladd never pays him. I didn't see him pay. The guy literally just... No, he just, doesn't. He said, I'm pretty sure the guy's like, oh, if that's all you need, then I'll just go. Because, yeah, we're just such good friends. And he's so bored. <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't have true. anything else to he's, do. Maybe he was on his way over there anyways. Yeah. Um... And then, so we cut over to the weird guy who we finally get a name for. I don't know how me and you didn't come up with this by ourselves. The Ear. The Ear, I know. How have we not called him that? He is listening, because every time I saw him, I swear to God, I still think of season one, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah. that weird looking guy. <laughs> every time I see him, yeah. I think it's the same actor. He is listening to the earth as Bjorn watches, and then Egghead comes walking up all loud mad that they've stopped moving because he's were uh yeah walking basically because he's worried about Thorkel catching up. So that's what's going on at this point. And I wanted to get your take on this. Will at the end of last episode we see Thorkel talking with Thorfinn and he makes a comment like, "Oh, we our paths lead to the same thing anyways." But 
it also does seem like Thorkell is trying to catch up with them. So what would he do if he caught up with them? I don't know, because he, he says later on that he's just following Thorfinn, which yeah. is also interesting. He just It's almost like he just wants to talk to Thorfinn again. Thorkell, like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure Thorkell, he would want to talk to Thorfinn, but also he wants to get Canute back, so he would kill all those people to get Canute. Do you think he would, though? I feel like it. It's weird the way he says it, because you are right. Like, he said, oh, we'll get there eventually, but... Because he says that, but it does seem like they're making an emphasis to, like, the fact that they're covering so much ground and they're catching up based off what the ear is saying kind of makes me believe that they're trying to catch up with him. But for, like, the first half of the episode, I was like, does Thorkel even care? <laughs> right. And it's just Ask Lad and them's, like, perceived thought that, oh, shit, he's coming after us. Hmm. I think he probably kind of is, but maybe not for the same intentions that they think. Right. Bjorn says to shut up. The ear is at work. No talking's allowed when the ear is at play. And well, and if you're Ragnar, that guy's just annoying. Right. The the rule should basically be he does not talk ever. Uh, now the ear he can hear phenomenally, but he can't see correctly because he calls Ragnar a cone head. Chad, he is a egghead. Thank you. Now it's close, but it's not cl- close enough. I've seen a cone head. You know that, so you know why they call people coneheads, right? Why? This is actually a very insightful uh, information by Chad Chart here. I love these segments when you can provide some insight late on me. So a lot of kids, when they are born, their heads are shaped in a cone-like manner from the way that they are uh, presented in the womb. So what they have to do is put an actual helmet on the cone to make it form into what would be just a regular shape because your head as a baby is so like soft and, and can easily manipulate the shape and manner. So way those babies aren't on a playing linebacker for a baby football team? No. they Because like my, my father actually needed a helmet for his head, but oh, he never did he one. He still needs one. I've right. seen his head. Right, he never did, so he has got a oh, large he never, cone head. That makes sense. Okay. I knew that like a baby's head, first of all, you know, girls don't think that I'm unfatherly. I knew you got to be really careful with a a baby's head. Very smushy. I just didn't know that the cone was the situation. Right. It's very, it's the smushiest thing you can smush almost. I don't think that's right. The smushiest bones of all time. Have you ever heard of a honey bun? (laughs) Honey buns don't have bones. Anything that, it's the smushiest thing that actually has bones. That's what I meant. Okay. Chicken wing? Smushier than a chicken wing. Wow. Yeah. I've not seen any videos. I'm just, I just know this. Okay. So the ear says he can hear that Thorkell is close behind only about a day. And they're marching fast because yesterday they were only two days away. Bjorn can't believe how quickly they're catching up, which insults the ear. The ear thinks that that is a comment on his skills. (laughs) Yeah. Bjorn is just looking at it from a logistic standpoint. Right, all right. How do you think the ear does this? Don't question the ear. Okay. No, there's some... That's a good question. Because it's not possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it's just a straight up just bullshit guess it's just gotta be guesses and then he just is very like he was right a few times (laughs) so they just started believing him yeah and then maybe he's very good at like calculating pace like he knows how fast they're going and how fast the other people are going i mean if you get pretty close in these times well it's also like when the enemies are nearby the birds go silent well the birds you know a lot you know at nighttime he might be going he might be climbing a tree and seeing if he can see like their campfires somewhere in the woods um also this one is definitely a cheat right here but he it's things like this that make people believe that he's got skills he also says oh by the way i'm hearing two horses on the hill nearby and then we pan over and there's two horses on the hill nearby it's like you just saw him asshole yeah he just like went like this he just (laughs) looked out the corner of his eyes saw him and now i don't care if on the show you know they just at that very moment they rode up on the hill He's cheating. He's got to be cheating. Now, how did the who are these people? The horses on the hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me teach. 
let me provide some insight for you because you're new to this, you know, medieval time chasing people as they, you know, march. These Chad are scouts. So they can move quicker with just two of them rather than with the whole army party. Right, right, right. But is this supposed to be... Uh, that's yeah, what I'm asking. Yeah. Is this a part of Thorkel's group or the group we see at the end? No, no, no. I believe this is definitely okay. Thorkel's group. Okay. Thorkel sent these guys ahead so they can go report Scout back and be like, oh, instead of having a the ear, that's his, you know, I'm not going to say ear, it's the ear. They just have guys that can go see and then ride back and be like, oh, yeah. they're just They def- have the eyes. Mm-hmm. Who just ride the horses and they just look with their eyes. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if Askeladd wasn't so flippant with horses, if he didn't just kill them when he came across them or sent them into fires, he could have people riding backwards to kind of see where Thorkel and the gang are and then ride back up. Now, he is on a horse, though. Askeladd. They himself. do have some horses, but a lot of these guys are just footing it. A lot, yeah. Askeladd knows that this is bad news, but he tells everyone that he has sent for reinforcements. And later, some of the men are discussing these reinforcements. They don't understand how anyone will make it in time because they make a point to talk about how deep into enemy territory they are. And then that night, the... Um, yeah, they said... I'm pretty sure they said it would take like two to three weeks for re- mm-hmm. reinforcements that they personally know to actually make it back. Right, because yeah, yeah. they're just thinking of like the army yeah. or something like that. That night, the gang is stopped for some rest, but Askeladd sits awake looking at something. Bjorn walks up, and I was still, you know, I kind of explained it away last episode that Bjorn didn't have a talk with Askeladd. He was just, he's my boy, though. He just came an episode late. He he talks, says that uh, everyone is worried, and Askeladd should give them an explanation. He's not agreeing with the tactics that Askeladd's playing at. He's keeping things too close to the vest. Um, he, it's almost like, I mean, people can see through ask a lad, like they can kind of t- tell us something's going on, but the only one that truly knows like ask a lad inside out, no homo is Bjorn. Like he really sees it. Like they kind of just, yeah, he go knows something, but even that's also the great thing about this whole reinforcement thing is Bjorn. Ask is such a mysterious man. That the Bjorn doesn't even know about his connections that he's getting ready to pull mm-hmm. to get him out of here, which is like crazy. That right. just goes it's to like, show how well traveled Askeladd is. Right. It, he Bjorn suspects a lot of things of Askeladd. He just doesn't know what it is. Everyone else just kind of almost stay like they don't suspect as much as him. It's almost like they just think Askeladd is what he is. He sees beneath that. Mm-hmm. Askeladd. He makes it clear that he has no intentions of communicating to his people at all. I guess because like he'd have to speak too loud. I don't. It's really dick that he doesn't. <laughs> it's essentially him being like, "No, this is gonna be so cool. Just watch this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's basically it really what is. it is. Is like him not Ooh. wanting to ruin the surprise because he's like, "Oh, people are gonna think I'm amazing." <laughs> he says, it is cool. "He says worrying makes them walk faster," which is true. Have you seen? How quick people walk when they're worried. Mm-hmm. The wandering warriors. Pretty fast. Uh, he tried to demiss Bjorn, but good luck with that, because Bjorn knows he's been acting weird, Ask what's going on, and thinks it's been since he saw the prince's face. Ah. This got is, a little turned on. Maybe. Askeladd says he's been living with criminals for 40 years. He can tell who a person is just by looking at their face. When he saw the prince's face, he could tell that it wasn't that of a king. Yeah, so what... It's almost... It's confusing here. It's very confusing, Chad, and I'll tell you why it was confusing for me. I thought... I went, so wait. It is a dude? (laughs) 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 That is exactly what I thought. So wait, it's a guy? So what is your what is your take right now at the end of this episode? If you, okay. do you do you think what now watching this episode do you mm-hmm. think the prince is a boy or a girl? I think it's a boy. Okay. I think uh, it's a cowardly boy. All right, I will confirm it. It is a male. I didn't want to say anything last episode. Yeah. To uh No, they you, had you me so last on, episode. Cuz it is like a little trickery there, but then they also say, "Oh, well, at the end of last episode they also do imply that it is a dude." But they're like, "Oh, he just looks like a girl." 
it is in fact a dude. I just didn't want to say anything to you because I didn't want to ruin the yeah, surprise. I didn't take it for, I mean, last episode I was just like, oh, it's a girl. This is some sort of elaborate plan to make her like act like it's a prince. So when they started just saying it was a dude, I was like, what? And then it, obviously we get more of Canute. And I mean, <laughs> what a hit for that poor lad. Can you imagine taking off your helm? No, they did say he is a young boy. Like, he is a handsome-looking young boy. No, he's not. Ronnie. He, uh, that he is, is not, a good-looking no, no, young no, no, boy. No, 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 no. That is not handsome. Ronnie. He's a pretty young boy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, though. But they, No, you said handsome. Askeladd says in a few years, he obviously, once he hits puberty and stuff, he is still young. He looks handsome. He's going to look he's no, He doesn't look, look handsome. handsome. He does not look handsome. I think he looks handsome. I don't know about you. Um. Yeah, I just I disagree. He's a pretty young man, and yeah, I, would just, I don't call him a young man because Askeladd has young boy. He is a young boy. Yeah, but okay. I don't know his Ask, age. Askeladd has been traveling with criminals for forty years. He's an old man, so any people like above the age of fifty, like they refer to us sometimes. So Actually, I take he says. I think he says in this episode, he's the same age as Thorfinn, which is like 14. That is a boy. You cannot call a 14-year-old a man. And if you do, Ronnie, I'm going to call you a pedophile. Whoa, I'm not touching any of them. I know you're not touching I'm any of them. I'm not touching the saying. men or the boys. So why the hell am I getting labeled as a pedophile? Not once did I ever say at the age of 14, oh, I'm such a young man. I'm a pretty young man. No, you definitely said that as a 14-year-old. What are you talking about? Okay, I did about? say that as a 14-year-old. But I don't, now that I'm at the age of 27, I still don't call myself a young man. I'm a young boy. I'm a young man at the age of 30. Thorfinn is a young man. Thorfinn's a young man. Okay. okay. All right. Canute, even though they're the same age, Canute is a young boy. He's a pretty young boy. Yep. Um, now, Bjorn says, I know, right? He looks like a girl. <laughs> But the, and this is when my notes where I was like having emotional distress. I was like, "But they're calling him a him," so I'm like, "What?" Yeah, that's awesome. I purposefully did not say anything. I was like, "Oh, once Ronnie finally figures out, it's it's going to be kind yeah, of a bust." But they fooled me. Uh, they mention how he is still young, and Askeladd says his future still awaits. But okay. that that's why what Askeladd's saying at the beginning is like pretty hypocritical. And what? Which is what. It doesn't make any sense. He goes, yes, just not, it's not the face of a king. And then he's like, oh, his future is bright. It's like, what, do you, what does he mean by that? He's just raw rawing. Uh, with. Uh, I mean, yeah. But what, yeah, what is it his gets, true take there, though? Yeah, his true take is nothing. No, this kid is a fucking joke. <laughs> okay. Cause, dude, he's so hard to gauge. The Askeladd is just so hard. Yeah, Everything not, he does is like so... We get to it later. Okay. It is, to me, on this one, usually I agree with you, it's not hard at all. He thinks this kid is a okay. joke. He's using him. He's a means to an end, 100%. Okay, okay. Um, So he wakes up all the men. They have to start marching again before Thorkell catches up. And it was at this point in the episode, I thought, where is Thorfinn? <laughs> Yeah, they don't show him. This is like the longest we've ever gone with just not seeing him. We don't see him like not even just walking, sitting in the park. Yeah. yeah, nothing. They ran into some rainy conditions, which made moving with wagons a bitch and a half. That was just like a quick little uh, cut thing. And then later on, the ear says that Thorkell is right behind them. Does Thorfinn have any friends in this group? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I think his closest friend is Bjorn, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well. Bjorn is Thorfinn's closest friend. Thorfinn, you'd have to talk him into it. But Bjorn really wants to be Thorfinn's friend. Yeah. At least in my head he does. Askeladd isn't worried that they're close, saying they're almost to where the reinforcements will come. And then they walk up to two figures standing in between some pillars. And the rest of his men and Ronnie are very confused. Because I was like, oh, what do we have here? I mean, it looks like some sort of tribal arena thing it does it's like what are these two guys gonna do but no it's just super foggy a man says it's been a long time whistles and then a boat pulls up yeah or maybe a couple boats i'm a rut i'm a rut as the man they didn't just like carry the boat right as the man sweeps aside his cloak showing armor and a sword and then we cut on over to thorkel 
he has received word that a ship carried them across the river. The scouts don't know how, or they don't know much because it's so foggy. Like they don't know who it was, just that it wasn't a Norse ship. And uh, one guy says it had an eye drawn on it. And Th- does Thorkell know what it is when he says that? Uh, no, the first thing Thorkell says, at least in my notes anyway, maybe I got something wrong. He just goes, ah, we can't follow Thorfinn anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, Thorkell is just awesome. Love but, Thorkell. I know, because then he laughs that he, uh, the fact that he underestimated them, not thinking that they would have allies in this area. You can't underestimate Askeladd. He's a sneaky man. So then we get some... Uh, one second, I'm going to cough. <coughs> then we get a little info dump, a little history lesson. The other side of the river isn't part of England or Denmark. It's Wales. A Wales. <clears throat> and let me do my best uh, education voice. A mountainous region to the west of England, steep mountains with a few natural resources, not a whole lot of flat land for agriculture. The land was poor compared to England. After the Roman Empire, Wales was never unified under a single country. Rather, it was divided into many small rival kingdoms for hundreds of years. One of those small kingdoms helped Askeladd. Yep, and so multiple small kingdoms, and that is what, um, well, I, I guess that guy says it a little bit later on. But for the majority of people living in Wales, English is their first and only language. This was not always so, only a couple of centuries ago. Wait, why are you not doing your education voice? For the majority of people living in Wales, English is their first and only language. This was not always so. Only a couple of centuries ago, Welsh was the language of most of Wales, apart from a few Englishries such as South Pembrokeshire and the Gower Peninsula. Yours, like, transformed over time. And we put a bunch of people to sleep. Yeah. So, they mostly speak spoke Welsh. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> All right. there you go. Um. So, yeah, this is when we're going to start getting into these names of these whales. Whalians? The Whalians, yeah. I I wanted it to make it seem like I was calling them like the animal whale, but it's kind of hard to differentiate the two words. I think you just call them Welsh. I know, but that's not fun. That's not Ronnie and Chad. All right. Well, well we're going to be Whalians. We're going to be educationally correct even though we just did educational voice. I like I like Whalians. Whalians is more fun. And we might as well start calling them things that aren't actually their names because that's what I'm going to do with this character that we meet for the rest of the episode after I say his name one time, as well as the kingdom, because we cut to east of Mogenwug. Okay, there you go. There should never, and this is a rule that I think we should all get behind, there should never, ever, under any circumstance, be a W... And then the next letter following that W, be a G. I agree. That can't happen. That sounds like something the Whalians would do. I'm trying to think of like, like Pog. Wakanda? Is that like fat ass white girl? That's the only time that I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't even know that's what Pog stood for. I'm pretty sure they spell, they, they spell fat wrong. Pog, yeah, and then P-O-G is play the game. P-O-G, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we got that. I think we nailed that. Ragnar is impressed with this move by Askeladd and is laughing at the thought of Thorkell right now. Ragnar expects them to keep going by sea to Gainsborough, but Askeladd says they are going by land because he, you know, if someone's going to come help him out, He's going to respect those people. Right. Askeladd is a, as much shitty things that they've done, mm-hmm. he's been such a respectful guy this episode. Yeah, because he says the ships they have here, too valuable, can't be spared for our use. We're walking. Ragnar's worried because the people of Wales hate them, and the trek would mean endangering the prince, princess, the prince. Hey, come on, man. And then, whoa, Canute speaks... A bird flies above, and he tell. I mean, such a stupid time for him to speak. His first words. This is his first words, ladies show. and gentlemen. He tells Ragnar to catch it. 
his first words you I, I love how the past few episodes you've been like whoa he's so mystique he hasn't said anything and his first thing is it's a hawk ragnar catch it okay first off how is ragnar gonna catch a hawk you said he was 14 yikes yeah i mean listen big yikes that this is actually i don't like saying this but okay but it's something that we don't know enough about this character we have to theorize is he also autistic okay and i'm not saying that's anything wrong i mean autistic are some of the smartest people out there they've all got their like one superhero maybe his is births now i think the worst part about it is he didn't say like a like a pigeon no or a even like a red cardinal Mm -hmm. he said a hawk right okay yeah yeah yeah. how is is ragnar going to catch a hawk he's not i'll tell you how uh ragnar also knows that he can't do that so he just he just sweeps that off the table real quick he doesn't even say no he just starts talking about other things Askeladd says tough nuts besides this country is an ally to him so they're walking um he calls for Thorfinn who will be in this episode today after all why is no one that said hey Askeladd how is this country an ally of yours yet that's a great I would love to know because it seems like a very complicated country to traverse and what did he say in the letter <laughs> like how this did, is Askeladd what he did, said son he, of Lydia he just said give it to any of the elders but I guess he knew that, like, right across the river was also the kingdom that he needed. Because it doesn't seem like he's cool with all the kingdoms. Right. So, he said, Askeladd, son of Lydia. Yep. Uh, Thorfinn is assigned to personally protect Canute because Ragnar is not going to cut it. Thorfinn's not happy about it. I wouldn't be either. He hides behind Ragnar. <laughs> And it's the first, yeah, it's the first time we see emotion from Canute, who is scared. <laughs> I mean, I would be scared of Thorfinn, too. Uh, and actually, he's not even scared when you see someone act like this, they're then scaled. Yeah, scaled. And, I mean, Thorfinn is pretty scary, though. If you were 14 and you had to deal with somebody like Thorfinn, come on. It would be, but he's protecting you. But is he, though, with that glare that he gave him? If only he knew with Orphan, he he's in good hands. Now Bjorn and I find all this hilarious. Yeah. Thorfinn asked about a reward, and Askeladd says they will duel again once they return to Gainsborough. So we got another promise. We got the next yeah. date scheduled. Go ahead, pay per view, get it going. Um, it'll be a better fight than that Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis <laughs> scandal that happened. That was a great fight. Imagine paying for that. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. Did you pay for that fight? I mean, how else was I supposed to watch it? So the man we met earlier is the general of kingdom, what I said earlier. (laughs) Yep. I'm not saying it again. The W and the G. And his name is, and this is the only time I'll try it, Gratianus. 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 Um... I actually nailed that a little bit better than I thought I might. I don't know if it's correct, but sounds good to me. He will be leading the way. He tells Thor, or uh, he also says that Thorfinn has a threatening look, but a good face. Yeah, he just instantly said, like, "There's no way that the prince is that scared little girl over there." Right. He's like, "Oh, this is the prince right here. Uh, a little raggedy, but yeah." He thought Thorfinn was the prince in that raggedy outfit that he's yeah. wearing. Um. When he is actually introduced to Canute, he goes, that's really going to be the next ruler of England? <laughs> Are you sure? Ask that's confident. He says the only reason they are helping is so they can enter a treaty of non-aggression, and it is all up to the prince to promise that when he is made king, that they'll never interfere in the matters of Wales. Canute whispers to Ragnar... <laughs> Because he can't say it himself. Who says, the highness says, if you give us three ships. Do you think that's even what he said? No, that is not what he said at all. (laughs) Not at all. Canute shits himself. Um, So Gratata, which is also what I'm naming this guy, by the way. 
That's says, uh, that's how you also know that he did not say that because he shits himself when Ragnar says it. Says, fine, I'll ask again later because I want to hear it from him. Now, this makes Egghead pretty upset because he thinks Canute is a real prince. <laughs> okay, who is Ragnar to Prince Canute? Do we learn? Do we eventually no, they've, learn? No, they've said it. They've said he was literally hired ever since... Uh, the, the king kind of said it. He was hired as like his personal assistant ever since he was a little kid. So Ragnar is basically like... Okay, I, I still call bullshit. If I'm hired on as a little kid and this is how the little kid acts, do you know how much I hate my job? No, no, no. Remember what the king said. The reason the prince acts like this is because of Ragnar. So he's implying that, oh, okay. yeah, that Ragnar has been with this kid since he was like three years old and turned him into this little, little pansy. Well, then you know what I have to say from there. The king is doing a shit job. Yeah, that's what I... I, Yeah, (laughs) terrible. Be a better king. So we start another trek. The men are pretty pissed, but they are thankful to be away from Thorkell and are excited about the rewards they will receive from King Swain. Um, One guy, he says, I want a farm. In the chat of the group, wants some of the hundreds of beautiful women's slave women the king apparently has. That would be nice. Which one would you choose, a farm or a hundred beautiful women? Farm. I would choose a farm of 100 beautiful women. That's cheating. Uh, They start to ask the priest about the palace, and he says there's nothing of value in particular. He did have a lot of slave women. Now, this guy's clearly hungover. Yes. Um, but he still mutters. He goes, money and women are not what I seek as he starts to drink from a barrel again. He says he is after love. And all the men, which was funny, they don't know what that is. Dude, that, that's when I realized that, holy shit, they wouldn't know. All yeah. the stuff they've done, the way they've grown up. I did. I it never crossed my mind that like back then there was probably a lot of people that never knew what that yeah, was. Yeah, at all. Like they didn't even know the word for it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even know what it was supposed to be. <laughs> One guy, and this is the Ronnie of the group. We found the chat of the group who wanted the slave woman. The Ronnie of the group says, "Is that food?" <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the Ronnie of the group. The priest says, "Silver, gold, and women have no value without love." To which one of the men. <laughs> who is also one of my favorites, says, silver has the value of silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's my, that one guy, we all know who I'm talking about if you've watched the episode recently, he's my favorite one that we don't know the name of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the the, uh, the priest here, he's just so beautifully profound that he just drowns himself. He's surrounded by, he talks like this, and then he's surrounded by people that are just like, what do you mean? Silver is silver. Right. He just drinks himself to death because he's now, like, good God. Now, this priest sucks, um, but one of the guys, they are intrigued, and at first I wanted to call them a lamo, but I was like, well, they've been walking for days, yeah. so at this point, like, even if someone's just drunkenly spewing things that to the rest of you mean nothing, you'd want to hear it, I guess. Right, well, especially when he says, he mentions love and that uh, none of that has value besides Unless, wait, how does he word it again? Money and women don't have value without love. Is that how he said it? Yes. Yep. I would be thinking, wow, I thought the only value in this world was money and women. So I got, I've got to hear this right here. What in the hell? Yeah. You wanted to know the secrets? Yes. You wanted to stick around? Because all, I mean, think about it, dude. That would suck if all you did was just chase money and women. That's totally not how it is today that's uh chad's very uplifting message for everyone we cut to gratianus and Askelad. they are getting ready to enter a new kingdom but arrangements have already been made Askelad thanks him but uh, gratianus says i'm not doing it for you our interests are just aligned what do you think about that i i think i'm calling bullshit a little bit i'm calling bullshit too because he didn't we saw, well, okay, I'm trying to think. I mean, he's definitely doing it for his own interest, but I think he cares a little bit about Ascalon. So, I guess, so the letter, the scroll that he handed the old man, the old man, it had a letter written on it, and he also told him some other stuff. Probably. So, I guess yeah. in that letter it did say 
hey, I've got the prince with me. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, they, so that's almost making it seem like if Askeladd just sent that guy with the message of like, oh, son of Lydia, I need, he wouldn't have cared at all. Okay. That's what he's making it seem like. Yeah. But you don't believe him. Well, I'm saying that just like, it, I don't know, the way he says it, it makes me think that he does kind of care. Right. I'm sure it is mostly about his own interest, though. Now now that it's just these two guys in charge, he kind of pulls Askeladd to the side and says, uh, is that Prince? Is that That's your king, huh? And Askeladd just says, I mean, this is so like coach speak. This is, you know, the team just lost. You got to talk to the reporters and you're just going to say like, hey, we're going to get better every day. I mean, listen to this. I'm Askeladd. You're the reporter, okay? Okay. And uh, let's act this out. Go ahead. So what am I? So you're asking. You just say, is this your king? What is do this you think of this king? king? What do you think of this king? Uh, Yeah, uh, he's just from a good bloodline. Uh, we've all got high hopes for him since he's so young. Uh, we think that he's got a lot of potential. <laughs> we just got to keep working. You know you know what that's like? Well, the, the parents that pay for their like nine-year-old kid to go through these like personal trainers in any sport to get really good and this kid just has zero natural talent whatsoever but the the uh trainer Mm -hmm. they ask him like well how is he gonna be good yada yada yeah yeah the trainer they're paying the trainer so what is the trainer gonna do do you want to do role do you want to do some acting all right so here here it is i'm the parent uh my boy stevie he is nine years old Okay. He weighs fifty-two pounds. All right. And but I have dreams of him becoming the best white running back since Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Okay. I just handed you two hundred dollars. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Chad. He really appreciates you doing this training with him. I think we'll stay with the one uh, a week schedule. He's not getting a lot of snaps though for his team. So, do you feel like he's progressing? Well, here's what it is. Um. I think what we're going to have to do is up it to two a week. Okay. Two he's a week pretty, because... He's pretty tired. He's got schoolwork. Well, that's the thing is that he has got the talent. He has just got to put in more work because he comes from a good bloodline. I mean, you, he comes from you. He comes oh, from you. wow. Thank he's you. got great potential. He's oh, so young. Well, I was a four-year letterman on my high school tennis team. It's so, so nice of you to notice my yep. athletic yep. prowess. Still a very young boy, but he has got to put in the work especially at a young age that's where they learn the most so should i just make this next check out now to you or you can let's go ahead <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so okay and then i this mean part... i have got to use that if i ever become a trainer that is the the first line i'm using he comes from a great bloodline right now. and we had to say i gotta say it again just because this is the best part of the episode uh, Askeladd says good bloodline he's got high hopes for him since he's young but then he thinks about Thor's and then there's a a quote or I guess oh yeah th- I quoted this because it's the quote of the week he says the more you fall for a man the less things go how you want maybe someone like him is what we need alright so what is your take on it on that line right means there. the real bloodline they should be after is that Thor's bloodline, which means Thorfinn. So you, that's what you you took from that. I I think I took something different. Okay, what what did you take? I think he's saying the reason why I don't. Okay, the way he said it is he is gonna rock with Canute because he has no high hopes for him. <laughs> That's oh, how yeah, I yeah. took. Okay, no, no, yeah, yeah. he's not trying to make the like. Okay, Thor. He's going to rock with Canute. He would never say what he actually. <laughs> but thinks but he that. actually. But the way he says it though is like, if he did have high hopes for him, he thinks it wouldn't turn out good. But the fact that he doesn't, it's a good sign. And he might not even be thinking like, oh, Thorfinn is who it should be. Like that would be even another level. He's just. I think he's just having a mental picture of who the perfect king would be, and he's like, that guy, Thor's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy should have been a king, not this. <laughs> I mean, Prince Canute just looks like he rubbed that Dr. Pepper lip gloss on his lips. So if, if he thinks that, though, do you, why didn't he try to save Thor's? Because he's been, a, he's been traveling with uh, bad guys for 40 years, man. 
So you think Askeladd is a good, good guy? Check. No. Okay. That's what I'm, he's, okay. he's a horrible guy. No, because who is Askeladd? Askeladd's in yeah. charge of a hundred men. He can't start making claims for the throne. Yeah, but he could, I mean, he could just not kill the guy who he thinks should be the throne. Right, right. But that, yeah. But I mean, that yeah, didn't that's... that didn't get him paid, and and he knows too. Though I think that's another thing you're saying. Well, I don't think Canute really wants to be the king. He's scared of everything. He knows Thor's would never do that too. Right, like actually want to be the king. So Gratianus hears all this. He doesn't see the uh, the pictures that are flashing in Askeladd's head. So he still thinks all this is about Canute, and his vibe is just couldn't be me. <laughs> couldn't be me thinking this is my king. We then get the ear who walks up to alert Bjorn of something. That is then forwarded to Askeladd. He says, or Askeladd says, are you sure? So everything's very secretive right now, but the ear is on to something. Which is, he saw... <laughs> he saw a guy at the top of the hill. He saw a glimpse of a guy who jumped out a little too early and was aiming a bow and arrow at him. Yeah, he's just got like a hundred of what... I mean, he's got like a thousand, thousand vision where yeah. he can just see like a, perfectly from a thousand yards away. Here's the thing about the ear. He's a really good scout. He just yeah. is... He's full of it. He's, he's one of these guys that lies for no reason. <laughs> Like, yeah. what he's already doing is impressive. Yeah, he could just say, you know, they could call him the eye this whole time, where he can <laughs> yeah. see from so far away. But... Although he didn't say Egghead was a conehead. Well, that was a little bit concerning. Yeah. That was to throw him off the trail, mm-hmm. I guess. So Askeladd rides up to Gratianus to inform him of the info that he just got. Um, and at this same time, they, they ride up to two of the goofiest-looking motherfuckers we've seen thus far. I mean, yeah. these guys are taking the bowl cut to the next level. I am not scared of them at all, even if they do have me in some sort of trap. I agree. At the same time, the other man says to the other, did they did they notice? And then, so I'm like, oh God, we got a little situation on our hands. Thorfinn then starts to notice something as well. And it turns out there are archers on the mountains above them. They start immediately shooting arrows this is my favorite part of the episode, by the way. Thorfinn, who we have not seen except for when he was with the king, right? We didn't see him like the entire episode. Then we saw him. Um, what do you mean? By, you mean the prince? Yeah, the prince. When he was standing next to the prince. Yeah. Correct. I mean, we saw him in this scene a few times. Like they show flashes of him just sitting in the wagon with Canute. Okay. Um, but it, now he is officially like the guard of Canute. Right, yeah. But he's, yeah, they're not like having great conversations or anything. So the best part of the episode, we cut over to Thorkel, who was just lying in a boat that his men are carrying and marching along with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this is like some end of season bullshit that they start playing here, which I I looked at it. It's exactly, I guess, halfway through the first season. But we see a flash of King Swain. It's the first time we really get a good shot of him. He looks rough. He is very old and decrepit, and he looks like he... I'm not saying it. Ooh. I'm not saying it. He might be a great man, but he also should have fired Ragnar a long time ago and not just blamed him on the sissy prince. Okay. And then the men are kneeling before the king. And then the most mad I got in the episode, we cut over to a grayed out Leif Erikson who is startled. He's on the hunt. Because there is a Thorfinn looking kid on a leash. Now keep in mind, how many years has it been? It has been seven years. And this is why people, by if you're listening to this podcast, you are a smarter viewer than most, okay? Because we, Ronnie and Chad, we're immersed. We're going to tell you what's really going on. I use a TV app that like keeps track of the episodes I'm watching, and when you click, you watch it, you can go see some comments from people about the episode. All the comments were like, Oh my, Leif Erikson. Oh, I hope him and Thorfinn are reunited soon. He's still looking. No, don't fall for this shitty old man. Okay, he's not seen Thorfinn, and what did you say? How long? Well, I actually take that back. It might be, 
I can't remember. Didn't it say a year or two has passed since Thorfinn was like 14? So he might be 16 now. It could be nine years. Could it be about nine years. It is a long And he sees a kid that looks shockingly like what Thorfinn could potentially look like now. And he goes, nah, not him. <laughs> no, he did not say nah. <laughs> he doesn't look though. He just, you know, he just got his jollies off. He just hired a hooker. He got his dick wet, and then he's loading back. There's no men with him. He's just going on a free-range adventure. He is searching, okay? This is the worst searching ever. His searching is just go look at kids on leashes and be like, nah, not him. What else is he supposed to do, Ronnie? Maybe this. You do this number right here. You go, Thorfinn! And you you see if they look. He doesn't even do that. He just goes, hmm, blonde-headed kid, about the right age, Looks like he got himself into a pickle after being stolen by uh, thieves. Same exact drawn face. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, it's probably not him. I'll keep looking. <laughs> you know this was like the best lead he got in these years, and that was we just saw how he reacted. This is the first time he ever even came close, and he went, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. Then Chaos is taking uh, place back with Askeladd, whose horse just got shot. He jumps off the horse. horse. Gracefully. Thorfinn stands up with his shield. Thorfinn is so cool. Yes, he is. He's like, it's a really weird thing when you can get a character who is Is not even the main character. Is much younger than you. And wait, who do you think the main character is? They don't. They haven't been showing him. I'm saying right now, it just seems like Askeladd is. You think Askeladd's the main character? This episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just talking about. Like these past two episodes, it's like all been about him. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely the main character. <laughs> but like, you know wait. what I mean. I was like, wait, how are you watching this show? <laughs> but he's definitely taking a back seat this last like yeah, few, I see what you're few episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. No, what I was gonna say is when someone is so much younger than you. And you're still like, God, I want I to wanna, be like him. I want to be like him. I'm going to, I'm going to be like him when I grow up. That's literally how I used to think about Bryce Hall. He's a TikToker. Oh, I'm familiar with his work. I wanted to be just like him. Yeah. God, he seems really down to earth and cool. All right. So this has been the uh, end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out the Patreon once again. Follow us on our social media accounts. Jujutsu Kaisen, if you're not in it, you're missing out. Um, Gojo versus, not Gojo. Whoa. That guy is not doing well. Itadori versus Chozo is about to happen. And if you're listening on the free feed, that's already happened. Mm -hmm. So go check out our podcast coverage. You got anything else, Chad? That's it. Cool. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.